What's up? What's up? <laughs> I like the way you kind of grab it. You're like, all right. It's right. like, gotta like get fired to up. Choke, choke out that thing. Well, this is like the first day where I've actually felt pretty decent. Last week, you were, yeah, you were in your uh, sweatshirt, hat on, hat forward is the like the telltale sign. Yeah. And then just like, oh, just crowding the mic, just knocked out. I understand. I don't know if you feel it. If I do have a, I don't wear a flat brimmed front, frontward, the flat brim. Yeah. But if you have a curb brim, some days when you're in that like that mood and yeah. you just throw it on and tuck your eyes down, I guess because you don't have to make eye contact with as many people, but you kind of just like you shut. You feel like, like you're in a little world. A little focused. Yeah. yeah. I can see how a lot of chicks do that when they go into the gym. Well, I'm sure they just have creeps. The chicks, yeah, the chicks that do that are dangerous. You probably want to stay away from them. It might be a good time, but you kind of got to yeah. stay away long term because I feel, especially like the Nike hat mm-hmm. or D, whatever they want to wear, and then it's like straight covering their eyebrows low. Yeah. They're probably attractive, but again, it's a, you know. Yeah. Usually it's a sign to like, oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm staying yeah. away. You're staying clear from that one. Yeah. 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 Touch with a 10 foot pole, they mm-hmm. say, something like that. But, uh. So what's good with you, man? Not too much. Let's talk about the drinks real quick. Yes. Uh, Show sponsored by. Sponsored by. Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Alani New, which is brew. Damn, I didn't realize it rhymed like that. But uh, one of their limited edition flavors, I wanted to order it for the gym, but I even like checked this morning. I think because they're limited, they aren't selling to like distributors like that. Yeah. Or they're probably, I mean, they're probably sending it to GNC and Vitamin Shop, but they're not. Yeah. Little little guys like us can't get it. Uh, but I had a sip a few weeks ago when she brought you one, and it was really good. So I'm excited to have a full can. I just saw y'all picked up, and Kathy, who dropped these off to us, told me she picked up one Friday. Cherry slushy. Yeah, this. yeah, we got the cherry slushy, and so that that we finally got. Yeah. Have you tried it yet? Yeah, I had it. It's very good. Very good. It's very sweet. Um, but it, I mean, it's accurate. It's kind of like uh, Axe and Sledge's blue slushy or icy thing. It's so it's like sweet, but it's not or too yeah. artificial. Uh, it's a good like refreshing <clears throat> kind of cherry flavor. It's a good. It's good. Yeah, I, I feel like Alani doesn't fuck up any flavors. Uh, but it's I don't know some some are better than others. The only thing know. I get pissed about is that the can. Is a Red Bull a size, boy. and I'm getting charged regular price for it. Yeah, so size matters. That size does matter yeah. when it comes. I need yeah. liquid ounces. You want ounces. the two, the two fist or yeah. two hander? I want the yeah. two hander. I yeah. want that big thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. You know, girth definitely plays a part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do feel like you're getting cheated a little bit with the ounces. You're you at know? least missing six to eight sips. Four ounces a day. I mean, you're getting three fourths. I mean, if you think about a full size can, sixteen ounces is yeah. twelve. You're literally missing a fourth of your drink. You're paying the same, and it's not even wrong of us to charge the same or any you know uh, store because we pay the same per case. Yeah, no, they charge the same. So, you know, and I bet they're making a killing doing that because one, it kind of gives a little bit more of like a cute, smaller. Obviously, a I lot feel of like the I target audience more is more feminine. You can drink more of it. Uh, but I'm sure, you know, per can, what is that per case? Probably three extra cans they're making, I yeah. think, something like that. So, I mean, that it's a money saver. It definitely adds up because they're cranking, cranking cans. Yeah. Kind of reminds you of those bullshit brands that underdose at pre-workouts. Yeah. But Jim Flo's, they're taking a stand. They are. We're taking a stand. We are. We are. Yeah, we yeah, are. We yeah. are. We set yeah. the standard. Yeah. We we will waste our money. A hundred percent. For you. Been, <laughs> yeah. been doing that since day one. <laughs> um anyways, weekend good? Weekend was good. I was Is this your first weekend in your house? 
or yes. apartment. Yeah. Essentially, last weekend was still kind of like partially moving in and yeah. spending boatloads on Target. But uh, this was like that first kind of weekend, yeah, settling in. Like a full week we've now been there. So I've gotten to kind of feel out where to run, you know, where things are going. I'm still almost learning my kitchen because I let Maddie put away everything. Oh, shit. But I'm, st- I'm like, looking around anytime I need a spatula or I need a piece of Tupperware yeah. or the rice cooker or whatever. So still getting used to things. But I had, like, the manliest, or you could call it toxic masculinity day yesterday. Listen to this. I wake up, six-mile run. Go and crush arm workout later. So I get some weight lifting in. And then... I, uh, around like three o'clock, I finally made the time and went out to Colonial Shooting Academy, got a little bit of, sh- uh, firing practice in. Put some lead down the put, range? Yep. Put okay. it down the range, fired some rounds. Um, wasn't too, like, I thought I'd be shabby because I haven't, fi- uh, <clears throat> shot a gun, uh, in like a year. Um, since last time, like last year, I took like the handgun course. And so I, I was like familiar with it. And obviously, when I bought my gun, like, I familiar- familiarized myself with it. But, you know, I was worried I'd just be a little shaky with maybe the recoil or just, like, you know, my positioning. But, I mean, I was, you know, I'm not any kind of sharpshooter, but I said it, like, because our instructor told us, you know, most encounters happen, like, 16 feet. So, we had us practice at 20 feet, you know, just for, like, as a good security. And what he would do is he'd give us, like, a piece of paper, like, printer size, and then put it on top of, like, the, you know, uh, person cutout that's on the board it's obviously a lot bigger yeah so when you you know you drop it out far and you're you know you're shooting for like that circle on the printer paper and maybe sometimes you know you're not perfect on that circle but at least you're hitting the printer paper every time right and then when you bring it close you realize oh like if i'm just hitting the printer paper alone i'm in the guy's torso every time so like you're more accurate than you think at least like if you really needed to yeah are you a sharpshooter could you nail the guy's shoulder or you know wherever you're trying to do no, but uh, you're 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 at least not too shabby. You know, you're not you're not all over the place. So, point is, uh, I was I was glad I wasn't too rusty, and I'm I'm looking to try and make sure I go once a month. Green Top uh, shooting range is literally I take a right down for, out of our neighborhood or a little apartment complex, yep. and I'm there within like four minutes. So that's a really good spot. So I think I'm gonna try and go there more often because it's less of a drive and yeah. it's basically the same price. But um, anyway, hope to make that a habit. But so ran, lifted weights, fired a gun, and then I had a steak later that night. Then that sound. And like, then then that sound like a man. Yeah, and then I fucked. The <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. Then then that sound like a great day. Yeah, just man doing shit. man shit. Yeah. By yourself. Yeah. No, the steak wasn't cooked by me. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. My uh, but Maddie stepdad makes it killer fucking uh steak i don't know where he's like really into uh cooking which is you know awesome because i feel like whenever i go to a family dinner it's like great food yeah and he's got the whole traeger grill and he's smoker and all that stuff and so he basically like smokes the steaks and then brings them in like sears them to kind of finish them off on the outside and they come out just so tender well seasoned uh just incredible damn so i had that and uh yeah, it was a good good Sunday. Saturday, and it was a good day because I didn't have too much uh, work to do either, so I, I didn't feel too stressed about getting from one place to another. Saturday was good as well. Ran eight miles, lifted weights, did a lot of work, watched some fights. You know, pretty chill weekend, but got some things I needed to be done. With your, obviously everybody knows you run. You run consistently. Sometimes you run twice a day. Yeah. What's 
we're, we're dialing in. We're coming into the marathon here soon. Yeah. What's changing up this week? What, what, like, what's your next pivot? Do you have something like that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what's your next um, change up? The next change up. <clears throat> briefly. So everything has Don't been. Don't need a book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> everything has been basically increasing as far as my volume leading into this. So, yeah. you know, maybe like two weeks ago, it's mostly the same that I'm doing this week, except it's an 18-mile long run rather than 22. Or I run eight miles this week on a Tuesday instead of six. So it's these small changes that you just increase over time yeah. to where, you know, maybe you only did an eight-mile run on Tuesdays. A couple weeks later, now you're doing it Tuesday and Saturday. So, you know, just these two-mile, one-mile increases yeah. real slow. Um, so I have a 22-mile long run Thursday. I'm trying to look on Sunday. That's what I thought. So here's the deal this week. It's my thir- uh, last kind of like big mileage week. 22-mile long run Thursday is what I'm thinking about. Wednesday, I do my double, so like a three-mile and a four-mile run. And then Sunday, instead of doing like one long six-mile run, I'm doing another double, three miles, three miles. Maybe I'll merge it. I'm sure it um, feels good. Yeah, if it feels break good, I'll, I'll probably just do it. Yeah, breaking it up does feel a little good. Uh, just fatigue on the legs, just manage it a little bit. I'm expecting to be pretty sore and fatigued uh, after the run Thursday. So I feel like Friday, <laughs> my leg day might suffer a little bit. Yeah. So I just have to cut back, you know, weight and intensity a smidge, but I'll still, you know, do something, you know, productive. But uh, that's the big change. And then the next two weeks, I'm doing like a little bit of a taper into the marathon. So just, you know, I think the next week is like 40-ish miles. So like a 13-mile drop. And then the week after that, obviously the race is on Saturday. So I don't get a full week, but I think it's like 20 26 miles something leading into the marathon yeah so something real light and easy uh no more real like big runs over eight miles uh so that's the plan how long does it take you approximately to hit the 22 mile run <coughs> longer than i like <laughs> uh yeah. probably i roughly run like a 10 minute per mile pace like give or take on most of my runs yeah uh, which is something i'll talk about in a second but so It'll probably take me close to four hours. Yeah. Probably cl- give or take four hours. That's fucking out there. Yeah, it's out there. Packing snacks. Yeah, plenty plenty of gels, <laughs> scoops of uh, Overcome yeah. and Tailwind, things like that. Good, I get the vest. Yeah, it'll be a day. I saw, I thought about you yesterday. Not in a homosexual way, but I maybe you, I did. Were you, were you Just a little clothes? bit. But uh, I was out on the trail near i don't even know what the fuck i was near pretty much the intersect to where the trail like stops at a neighborhood you have to cut through yeah, a neighborhood yeah, yeah, then you get back on the yeah. trail and i saw i passed a guy on my way out running running i was like okay whatever he might have been through the neighborhood you yeah, know you, you don't know where know. these people are yeah. starting yeah but he was dripping sweat then i was like man he's been fucking trucking and skinnier cat mm-hmm. It's reminding me of you. I'm oh, just shit. <laughs> but, small calves? Uh, yeah, small God calves. Uh, horrible, just baby steps. But anyways, uh, I saw him crushing. I was like, man, that dude's fucking sweating his balls off. So I kept on going because I was going deep, balls deep into the mm-hmm. woods, into the trail. Turn around, like in 40, well, probably 25 minutes later, I pass him again. He's closer to Richmond. He was like near Laburnum mm-hmm. by then. I was like, oh, fuck. Dude's going to Richmond. And I make it to Richmond. I cruise around Richmond to cool down. Uh, which I can talk about my time yesterday. Yeah. But cool, cooled down, rode around, just bullshitting, and then uh, finally parked the bike, chilled there for a little bit, and I see the dude strolling through, still steady pace, coming down Rockets Landing, 
And I was like, fuck, that dude was out in the cut. So, I mean, where he was at, if you ran from Canal all the way out there and back, it'd be like a 15, 18-mile run. It's about 18. Yeah. Actually, that's, that was my turning point two weeks ago. Yeah. was that exact neighborhood spot. Like, and fuck. so if he started basically around that, yes. Yeah, and when I ride the bike out there, I'm like, man, that's pretty fucking far. But mm-hmm. to run that shit, yeah. that's, a different, that's different, man. It's different. It's different. And I feel like... Because no, no, like riding or, or running, that's far out there. Yeah, 100%. And the thing is, <clears throat> when you're slow, like me, and you're not an experienced runner, the longer the distance, obviously, the longer yeah. you're on your feet. And that's where I, I, I was talking to Ronnie this weekend because I was telling him, like, my watch has a race predictor. And it tells me that, hey, you should be able to run, like, like right at, like, real a, time? Real, like, when you're running? It tells you? No, 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 like, on oh, the okay. app. Yeah. It, it tells me I can run, or it says I should be able to run a four-hour marathon if I ran, like, a 909-mile pace. But in my mind, I'm, like, scared of pushing the pace too hard and, like you know, dipping in the race and just losing energy. Should you save that towards the last eight? So that's, that's what you're supposed to do is basically have negative splits as it kind of goes down, meaning like you get faster as the race goes on. But I just, I think there's this balance to where you're conserving energy so that you don't burn out, but then you're on your feet longer. So that's the con pro of running faster. You're on your feet less but you're burning more energy in that. So yeah. there's a sweet spot, I'm sure, to where I could run it faster and still have enough energy to like maintain that pace. But I'm just nervous with it. I think what I'm going to do is like set parameters on my watch as I do with like training runs to where it'll, it'll beep and remind me, like, hey, pick up the pace. Yeah. Or, hey, you could probably ease it off a little bit. So I think that's what I'm going to do for the race because I think I do under – anticipate or underestimate myself as far as how long I could maintain, let's say a nine minute pace and things like that. Because I, you know, I look at my numbers, I look at, you know, what I can do on a tempo run, how my heart rate is. And I feel like I'm conditioned. I know I'm conditioned and ready to like run the race. And I can probably, I, I should be able to clear the five hour and run it under that pretty easily for the marathon. I think it's just more like mentally, you know, I think also it's, you know your body way more than I know mine still. And I've noticed, even with me getting structure from Ronnie, that if it's not something that's in the plan, I I have a tough time. Like, before I go out on a ride, I know I'm going to ride this hour and a half. So mm-hmm. I, I know I'm at least riding that. Now, if I want to go more, I'll go more. But, like, if it's not on the plan, it's tough to hold yourself. Like, let's say, for example, you're setting those timers. I think that would work well for me because mm-hmm. if not – when that time comes and I'm like, oh, well, I don't, I don't really have to. Yeah. I think having uh, some like shit set up like that it, when I'm doing the intervals, it's like, oh, on that third minute, I got to fucking yeah. go. Not on the fourth, yeah. not on the three and, and a half. And I feel like it, it applies to more than just this. Hopefully people can take this away, whether it's like life or whether it's a different aspect of training. But I think it's easier, even when you're actually setting a goal and you're being proactive like that, to set something that's super attainable and like easily easy to achieve for you so like if you're if your max squats 315 right or something like that and you know you can always hit 315 and that's all you ever shoot for like oh i'm working up to a heavy single today i'll do 305 or 315 but you never really push past that or really give yourself a challenge then you're not 
you're not going to get to that next level. You keep staying in that comfort zone, right? You got to push push into as Kenny Loggins would call it the danger zone. Oh fuck. You know. You got to push in the there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so sometimes you do just got to like push yourself and set high standards for yourself. I mean, you if you miss it that's okay, but at yeah. least at least you attempt to like sometimes when I do these speed runs, you know, I'm shooting for I'll, I'll give myself too broad of a range than I should, you know. I'll say, "Oh, anything faster than you know, if I'm doing a progression run, so faster each like mile, I'll say, okay, anything faster than the last mile. It's like, no, I should, I should really set like a hard, fast number and push myself to reach it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more I do that, not only do I feel that I'm making more progress, but I realize I'm capable of more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, you learn your body that way, you know? For sure. Because right now, you know, if I didn't, I, I would still be out there pushing myself but without this like this plan mm-hmm. or somebody telling me like hey you can do this or this yeah. is what you should be doing like i wouldn't know where to like hit the gas and where to hold back and yeah. whatnot so you give yourself too much slack yeah you I, I just yeah the rain's off so it's like you're just a wild horse out yeah. there running free but probably running nowhere circles yeah. kind of yeah. um one thing i wanted to chip on is fuck it was about do you men in black I did. About running? No. Good. I'm tired of that shit. Yeah, I'll come back. (laughs) But I will say, I rode, this is my first week in my training. Yeah, I was going to ask how this went. So, uh, technically, it's my first week. I didn't, I started midweek last week. So, I didn't get a full, like, week's worth of structured training. But I did one interval workout on the bike, which was tough as shit. Quick brief breakdown of that is... I was supposed to be uh, cruising for about three minutes, heart rate very low, just cruising, mm-hmm. and then eight minutes on a fucking a good pace. Like I'm huffing Wasn't a puff. Like seven to eight. Yeah, yeah. Good fucking yeah, pace. So like eight minutes on, three minutes <clears throat> off. Yes, for about four sets. Four sets of so forty-four, forty-five minutes with warm up and cool down. So like an hour total on the bike. I will say Ronnie set me a tempo to follow for that eight-minute range. The first round was able to hold it. Second I was like, round, oh, gotcha. fuck. Three minutes. And three minutes goes by oh, like, like it does. that. Oh, Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I've been and there. And I was like, oh, fuck. I got to go again. Probably at the five minute of the eight minute mark. So round two, about halfway through, I had to start dropping the mm-hmm. tempo down. Because if not, I was just, just going to stop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, fuck. Let me at least drop it down. So I was supposed to hold it at 220 watts, which is for me, mm-hmm. I can do it. But for eight minutes, it's fucking tough. Dropped it back down a little bit. Made it through that round. I was like, oh, fuck. Round three comes mm-hmm. up. Went down even like another 10 watts. Mm-hmm. So I was, at the end of it, all I was probably at doing 190. Learn, yeah. yeah, and I told him. So we're readjusting moving yeah. forward, knowing that my legs can't handle that amount of endurance yeah, for that yet. long. Uh-huh. I can I can pump watts like a motherfucker, but for like a but minute But you're straight. right, though. When I've done interval uh, <clears throat> runs where I do like four minutes on, four minutes off, basically, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. You run that first one. You feel good. It goes yeah, well. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you're like, all right, now I get the rest interval. You're just cruising at an easy pace. But that, that flies by. Flies. And by the time you're, you know, really kind of settled in, your heart rate's kind of fully down, you're just cruising, you're like, oh, well, I got one minute or 30 seconds to the next interval. Then you hit it. Yeah. But the good thing about it is it almost makes the run, the workout go by faster rather than if you had a full 44 minutes at a moderate or easy pace. Because you're checking that clock a little bit more, you you know you're you're mentally focused during those on sessions. I feel like it goes by quicker. Yeah, 
Another thing is Ronnie was, I don't know if he was measuring dicks or just making me feel like shit, but he was like, yeah, I can hold like a pace of this for an hour. I was like, fuck. I think it was like three high threes or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, my, my other dude who like still races professionally yeah. is holding like a 400 watt pace for an hour. Yeah. Like, dude, I'd, I'd cry. I'd well, it puts cry. into perspective, and I mean, that's how I feel when I look at certain people. I, I'm going to start paces. crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll look at someone's run, you know, be like a friend of mine's, like easy run, 706 pace per mile, like 120 beats per minute, like yeah. heart rate. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, they're barely, like, breathing hard. Yeah. You know, they're not breathing at all, basically, and they're just crushing. Like, that's like a, that's like me sprinting as hard as I can for a mile. Life, know? like life or death. Yeah. Friend. Yeah, so it's... There's levels to this shit, and sure. I don't know. Oh, 100 percent, dude. And I, I've I've have enjoyed it, even though it's it sucked. It's a good yeah. suck. And I don't know if it's maybe the training style that we're coming from, but like the bike, obviously your legs really don't get a break, and neither with running, mm. but they get so pumped up, and that's what's killing me the most. It's not even my lungs or my heart. Acid. Yeah, it feels like they're about the overcooked hot dog explode <laughs> wide open on the round two, round three, and it's just like they're just gas, like they're pumped up. Mm-hmm. And I've never had more of a leg pump. Every time I get off that interval bike or stationary bike, the sickest pump. I can't even get a pump like that on a leg day. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy, dude. I uh, I don't get the same leg fatigue when I'm <clears throat> running. When I do like hard speed sessions, I get a little bit of, you know, legs start to get heavy. Yeah. But for the most part, it's more uh, fatigue and like soreness in like my hamstrings than it is uh pumped up obviously by virtue of the mechanism of running versus cycling but yeah it's 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 such a different experience in lifting i almost wish everybody could like see that but i get why you know when i was lifting you know i didn't understand why people would like you know run so much or you know oh what's this person doing like the different stuff and now i really like i get it you know taking a step back you yeah. kind of see other people's perspective on bodybuilding or competing or lifting in general or powerlifting. Like we probably look at powerlifters and we're like, you're waiting eight minutes before you hit your next set. Like that's yeah. just stupid. Like, you know, you just eat, sit there, you know, have your sour candy, do one lift, sit again. It seems goofy, but obviously that's just part of the culture and what works for them. And, you know, yeah. And it's like the monotony of, going out there and beating those miles like yeah. it's just like oh you go out there and run mile after mile after mile yeah pretty much kind of kind of yeah, do kind of do <laughs> yeah uh one thing that was cool was sunday i rode dealing with shit with the bike that's a whole other story but i finally got in pace with another cyclist and i don't know how legit he was but he passed me and it's kind of funny because it made me. He was twelve years old, but yeah. you know. I said, "Fuck you, kid." Yeah. But uh, his training wheels were still on. But I was a little bit slower paced coming back towards Richmond Sunday, and um, this guy comes beside me. I have headphones, and so I never hear anybody coming up. I just treat the road with respect and stay to the right. It's so dangerous. Man. Some people, but I mean, I do. I stay clearly out of the center. I yeah. never like. But there's a lot of fucks out there that either run or ride in the center. Or just no, weep it, yeah. in and out. God, I hate it. But uh, anyways, this guy comes up to see him at the corner of my eye. He's going a few miles an hour faster than me. I was like, oh, shit. All right. So I pull up I pull up behind him, and I'm like cruising, tail drifting behind him, drafting. You're the asshole <laughs> with the high beams on behind him right on the And highway. he did cut back and look at me like twice. Oh, shit. But it was like a respect thing because we oh, got to a stop. It? Well, we got to a stoplight, and he was like, hey, man, we're, we, we just shot the shit. And he was like, where are you riding from? Anyways, 
I hung with them. Nah, man, <laughs> CrossFit. <laughs> CrossFit. Yeah. But it was fun to be able to have somebody with a pace and seem like he knew what he was doing and he was, well, he was hauling ass for sure. And it it gave me like a little edge or a little fire to be like, damn, maybe I would want to compete at least in a race to see how it would go. Because I felt that immediate fire of like wanting to keep up with, I don't even know the fucking guy. I just wanted to keep up with him. And I feel like you could get that with a marathon. When you're out there with other people, you're like, oh, fuck, let me hold this pace. Even mm-hmm. though it might not be sustainable. I don't know. I felt an edge to like be a little competitive. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, anytime I pass <clears throat> people out there that aren't cyclists, walkers, obviously, you know, they're just enjoying a, yeah. a day. Runners, they're either way fucking better than me, like just skinny frame, cruising, just flying up the mountain or like the mountains, the hills yeah. and things like that. Easy. Or I have the occasional maybe person who's like slower than me or around my pace. Usually they're going in the opposite direction though. Yeah. It's really rare, honestly, that I run into many like runners. Mm-hmm. It's mostly cyclists, but I mean, it is a like a cycling trail. So yeah, that makes it sense, is. But I think one cool thing to end off my conversation about my ride is I noticed, I guess this guy, he's an older guy, probably in his like late forties. Skinny rail guy, obviously cyclist looking, typical cyclist. And uh, I'm sorry, sure he saw me. He's like, oh, this fucking guy riding, monkey riding a bike. <laughs> fucking. You do. I told uh, Ronnie <laughs> that you were the meathead of cyclists because you got the two shakers in there. Yeah. You got like the cutoff of the stringer yep. going on. It's just straight bro, <laughs> you know? Straight bro. They're like, this sucker. I guy. do not fit in at all. No. And, uh, but going downhill when I was tailing him. I was not pedaling at all. And it's just like the difference of weight on a bike. I was not pedaling at all. And I was gaining on him as he was pedaling down. Like I could tell he was giving an effort going downhill. And I was just tucked in, rolling. And it's like I'm just a meatball rolling down a hill on that thing. Yeah. And I, th- I like that's where my advantages come in, I think. It's, you know, any type of downhill grade. The bike, obviously weight pushes the bike that much faster. But yeah. uphill and it was it was it was a good day. It was a good day, good pace. The uphills are tough. Yeah. I'm hoping that they prepare me for the Richmond Marathon since there's not too much elevation because I was like thinking about it Saturday. There's four very distinctive inclines that I can think of, like total, like two or three going out, one, I guess, coming back. But there's, you know, four distinctive, like straight inclines, basically, that yeah. I'm running on. And I think the you know the the worst I'll deal with is a slight, uh, a little bit of a decline, then back incline. There's like one brief spot on the elevation chart for the race. So hopefully I'm just more conditioned than I need to be for that yeah. stuff. Because I because my worry is again hamstring or just overall leg muscle fatigue is what gets me after 18 miles. So if I can just prolong before that fatigue hits, I'll be in good shape. Yeah. Um. Let's see, there's. A, I feel like I wrote down <coughs> something. Oh, yeah. I wanted to shout out Miles. Uh, yeah. He was on the podcast recently for competing this past weekend. Thought he did a great job. He and looked great. Yeah. And he's got a big uh, competition coming up uh, but, uh, this weekend, Saturday. Yeah. I didn't know they were back-to-back. I forgot. I know he mentioned it. because I knew like, they were close. I just didn't know they were back-to-back. But I'm excited for him. And, and most importantly, I think it's just uh, – I, I know that he wants to go out there and place well. Mm-hmm at the summer shredding out at Alpha Elite. But I think it's just cool uh, and an experience that would be something you could remember flying out there, seeing that new whole fucking building yeah. and, like, all the people that are going to be out World there. At yeah, Disney World. Yeah, literally. 
and uh, all the faces you'll probably see social media people it's just i mean i guess you could relate it to maybe like going to the arnold or something like that but actually mm-hmm. competing in it you know mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of people looking at you yeah. so I, I hope he does well and i know he will but uh because he, he looks sharp but something i thought about uh from his posts and stuff over the weekend was just about competing how a lot of times i'm sure you've heard it people say it all the time is you know whether placings were good or bad they'll be like oh you know bodybuilding is a lot of politics right and i've always thought about you know i understand what they're saying but it's almost like why can't we why can't we change that if we know there's an issue with politics and all we got to take steps to actually improve that judging rather than just throw it away. It's kind of like when people say, well, you know, the government always, you know, fucks us over. They don't listen to us. It's like, well, maybe we should, like, vote or, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Get, Not get, just get some people who are actually going to do shit <clears throat> rather than just place takers or, you know, make, make a change of some sort or make an effort to make a change rather than just, well, you know how it is, you know. Yeah, nothing's ever going to change if you just chalk it up to politics or it doesn't drama or whatever. And I, I believe you know, and it's going to be tough because I was about to say, oh well, since this isn't an organization at Summer Shredding, it should be less political. But if somebody who's a show up that is really Social good friends, media, I'm sure is even more. That's political. what I'm saying. Somebody that like follows or Christian follows or whoever mm-hmm. the judges that like, oh, I I know that. Whenever person, there's money them, involved, you know, it's. It's kind of fucked regardless because it's not like weightlifting where it's like, oh, he clearly lifted it up and put it down yeah. successfully. It's just, hey, did you look good that day? Did I like yeah. did I like the way you look? Subjective stuff gets gets interesting. And if I know you and I like the way you look, I'm probably going to pick you most mm-hmm. likely. Un- I mean, even though it's, I'm trying to be unbiased, mm-hmm. like there's an involuntary, there's involuntary bias, like, yeah. oh, I, I know Brock and yeah. he looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know else how else you could do it unless it's like a random scorecard, like they're they're picking like from the audience That's the thing or some too. shit. I mean, there's like a, an objective element too because they aren't creating scores, but that's more just to help them like number the placings, you know, yeah. more than I feel like anything. But yeah, I just didn't know if you had any thoughts about that. Yeah, that was just something I was thinking about. Over the I weekend. definitely, and I'm gonna be that guy at my last show. I'm not sure if it was political. Which I don't really, I hate to say, I almost sound like Miles. I mean, I, I didn't really care to, to even bodybuild to begin with to get on yeah. the stage. So, like, I didn't care how I placed. But at the end of the day, I wanted to place good since I was mm-hmm. competing. And I remember looking back at the pictures after the show. Because mm-hmm. I don't remember what second place looked like in my class. I knew for a fact, when I first showed up and we were in line with all the light heavyweights and I saw this one cat, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that guy's going to fucking smoke everybody here. He's going to smoke me way past me. Leagues have passed me. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't really see. I mean, I saw a couple of people. I was like, oh, I'll probably be right beside this guy, mm-hmm. that guy. And after it all, I came in third. And I looked back at who second was. And it was this old fuck. <laughs> Respect to him for competing. But he looked like a, a water buffalo. Yeah. Bloated as fuck. Yeah. And you and know, it's like, who did he maybe know? Yeah. Which well, I heard that he was local. At, at my, even at my show that I did like two years ago, I remember everyone from a specific team was getting like first, second, first, second, first, yeah. second. And when I've talked to uh, Sarah Buckley too, uh, you know, and she's had a bunch of shows, same kind of deal to where it's always, you know, the girls that are on this team that, that are getting first or, you know, even silly stuff like the judges are picking girls who are wearing like red 
you know, com- competition suits or something like that. Like it's just it's so goofy. But there is and a I feel like it puts people off yeah. with bodybuilding, especially when people you know, put so much into competing, you know. And it's and at the end of the day, even even though you do all that you can, it's still out of your hands, you know. It is. And there comes a point where it's like and maybe I'm talking on my ass because I I don't truly I'm not a competitive bodybuilder, but like besides genetics, are you knowing and like you should know that from the get go before you even get on gear or before you even start like hiring coaches, you should most of the time people will let you know, oh man, you got a great physique, like you could mm-hmm. be a bodybuilder, you look like a bodybuilder without even really lifting. Mm-hmm. You know, most of those pros bodybuilding mm-hmm. big timers, like you could tell when they were seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, mm-hmm. they were fucking physique on them, you know? Yeah. But besides that, you have to just and who am I to talk? But you have to do the work to be like undeniably the mm. winner, like being unde- undeniable, like yeah, to where it's like, oh fuck, who you know? Like this guy yeah, is well, the people fucking are screaming bro- bloody murder. Yeah, it's so obvious. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it takes time, takes a lot of consistency, effort. You can't just probably you can't just compete in one show and expect to be no. like undeniable, no. unless you're just the freak, the freak of freaks. You yeah. know, yeah, so. But who am I? I'm, I've only done two shows and mediocre. I know we're just a bunch of losers. I'm That's an average homeboy. Fucking suck at cycling, suck at running, <laughs> suck at lifting. Oh, I'm slow as shit, man. Slow yeah, as shit. I know. Uh, updates with Jim Flow. Yeah. So we should have some samples. I went ahead and put a deposit down. We have Jim Flow fucking pump. I've said it, probably said it multiple times before this, but put the deposit down, which is a huge mark. Or a milestone because that means the ball is in action. Now the ball may take some time to get to us, but it's in in action. Hopefully, uh, having things pop off within the first quarter of the year because it's definitely not going to happen before the end of the year. Sucks to say that, but it is what it is. But we have some more samples coming in to hopefully nail down this last flavor that I've been. I think I'm the only one that brought up issues about it, but I think maybe I just wasn't tasting the right shit. I'm standing by the first yeah. sample, but, cool but we'll thing try is, it again. Yeah. I got two, so I got I the original. Hope, yeah, I got the original, and I told him I was like, "Yo, give me one that's just gonna bang, that you know that's like gonna any, bang." Like any any flavor? No, or, it's oh, a bluish, so bluish, bluish. Okay. Can't tell him the whole thing. Yeah, I get it. But uh, it's bluish, and I'll tell you after. But he says these two are undeniable, and if you put them together and let them fuck. They're gonna have a little, little crazy, a little crazy baby nice. pop a little, out. Little blue yeah. <laughs> okay. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's the update with that. Uh, anything else? Am I forgetting something? No, no. Keep your eyes out on Freaky Friday deals. We got one more left. Yeah, one more left. Uh, Black Friday's coming around the corner, yep. so keep your eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. The gym is keeping on, keeping on. We're waiting on our fucking machines from Arsenal Strength. Yeah, that's all we can do till now. Uh, but we're coming up officially on our one year on the first. So excited about that! That is awesome. Other than that, swing by, sign up, get a day pass, anything like that. Yeah, but, but that's gonna be it. Um, last like I, yeah, I felt like I had one last thing to talk about, but I guess I don't. You ain't got you. Not for today. <laughs> All right, guys. Let us know what you thought about yeah. these. If you have what any question about our trainer yeah. or, or a way that we can relate it, you know, better to what you guys are doing, you know. Yeah. Find something, get yeah. uncomfortable, and yeah. try and figure out a way to move it forward. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. We're you out. Guys. See ya.